0: Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today we discuss technical diagramming with systems architect Maya. Let's go. First question. You've spent 10 hours slogging over a sequence diagram that should have taken 5. Drawing Board or Miro Board?
1: Drawing Board. And if I'm being honest, Miro would probably cut that time down by half. You know, with its AI tools and ready-to-go templates.
0: Next, your diagrams become so bulky. It's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a few clicks and... It's
1: Miro. I've used those technical shape packs way too many times. And stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas.
0: Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in. But you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done. Is it... Miro.
1: Easy with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up.
0: And she's done it!
1: Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M I R O.com.
2: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
3: Hello, everyone. It is the Super Bowl edition of the Bacon Bets podcast, the final episode of the Bacon Bets podcast before the end of the football season. Don't worry, the Bacon Bets podcast will be continuing uh, doing golf and whatever else is going on uh next week i'm gonna have an episode for the uh, waste management phoenix open and then i'm gonna take a week off after the super bowl and then when i come back my plan is to have the mode in the morning i'm gonna try five days a week ready for you to listen to in bite-sized format 10 15 minutes uh, as you get ready for work or on your way to work or whatever else you do in the morning but this episode is the super bowl extravaganza Episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. I have a lot of bets placed. Over 20, I think like 22 or 23. Um, Now, if you haven't listened to this podcast for past Super Bowls, the way I look at it is I don't try to make money betting on the Super Bowl. This is what I do I put three units on my pick on the side, on my bet for who will actually win or cover the spread. And then I do one unit on the total and player props. And then I have a ton of exotic player props that I bet half a unit on. If I somehow come out of it not down money, I find that a success. But the Super Bowl, in my opinion, should not be an event that you should look to make money on. It is an event that you should place as many bets as possible and then just sit back and enjoy the game. So that's what I'm going to do here. Now, for exotic props... Regulated books don't offer a lot of them. The exotic props that I'll be listing off later, things like commercials, bets on uh, the halftime show. I use offshore books. The one I use is I use Bodog, which is the Canadian version of Bovada. So, Bodog or Bovada, they have an absolute ton. Uh, Bet Online has a ton too. Two, those are the two offshore books I use, the ones that I trust the most. If you are. Yeah, uh, excuse me. Almost burp right into the microphone. If you're <laughs> looking uh, to tail some of these exotic props, uh, take a look uh, at Bodog or Bovada if you're in the States uh, or Bet Online if you want to tail them. They're fun, very fun. Uh, but I'm going to start things off by talk, giving out my pick for the game, which if you follow me on Twitter, you probably know what it is. I'll give my pick on the total. Uh, I'm gonna get. I got three Super Bowl MVP picks. I got a first touchdown pick. I got player props, and then I'll finish off with exotic props. Not a lot to break those down because most of those are just gut feeling and some other small reasonings. So let's dive into it. It is the Super Bowl Fifty Seven edition of the Bacon Bets podcast. Let's go.
0: No, Lisa, the only monster here is a gambling monster that has enslaved your mother. I call him Gamblor, and it's time to snatch your mother from his neon claws. More bacon than the pan can handle.
3: More bacon than the pan can handle. More bacon than the pan can handle. More bacon than the pan can handle. Utility man. All right, here we go. Let's get into it. The Super Bowl 57 edition of the Bacon Bats podcast. And I will start off with my pick to win the game. I tweeted it out. So if you follow me on Twitter, you've already seen it. Maybe, maybe you haven't. Um, But I will go with to win Super Bowl 57. Fly, Eagles, fly, on the road to victory. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Now what happened was I went to the Eagles' NFC Championship game. I took the train down to Philadelphia. Um, it's It was the hardest day of dry January. I survived, though I did not drink. I had great seats. It was very fun. I would have obviously liked a little bit of a better game. Uh, but the atmosphere... Was fantastic. It was an Eagles blow, was a lot more fun than what a 49ers blow would have been, that's for sure. Uh, so, I had a great time. I did not get a chance to watch an AFC championship because while that was going on, I was on the train back and the, I watched the last two minutes outside of a bar on the street, the block next to my apartment. They have an outdoor TV that I just stood there on the sidewalk and watched the last two minutes of the AFC championship game. It was over. By the time I rushed home, I opened up the opening odds for the Super Bowl. And at that time, it had already gone down to a pick'em. It opened at Chiefs minus one and a half, even minus two and a half at some books. By the time I got it, it was a pick'em. I pounced all over it. I put three units on the Eagles at a pick'em odds, minus one ten. It then inflated very quickly after that all the way up to Eagles minus two and a half um and now it is back down which looks like the spot it's gonna stay at depending on the injury reports um next week i believe it is at eagles minus one and a half let's take a look see yeah minus one and a half most everywhere a couple minus ones a couple minus twos but most everywhere it is minus one and a half it looks like it's probably gonna stay right around there uh so i got a good line but minus one and a half i would still take the eagles of course, I set the line personally at minus two and a half so as long as it doesn't go back up to minus two and a half I like the Eagles no matter what Big reason why is because their defense their defense keeps getting underrated everyone uh even like I even heard it when they were like presenting the NFC championship trophy to the Eagles they're like you guys just faced the best defense in the NFL and you beat them how does that feel I don't think the 49ers were the best defense in the NFL I think the Eagles have the best defense in the NFL. Opponent yards per play, lead the NFL first, 4.7. Opponent yards per pass attempt first, 5.4 yards per throw. First and sack percentage, taking down the opposing quarterback on 11.49% of their dropbacks. Those are v- three very significant categories to lead the NFL, and I think the Philadelphia Eagles have the best defense in the NFL. And I think that's going to be the difference maker in the Super Bowl, especially going up against a Chiefs team that is banged up. Best case scenario, well, Patrick Mahomes is obviously going to play. Best case scenario, Mahomes plays, Meekle Hardman plays, Juju Smith Schuster plays, and best case scenario, they're all beat up and hobbled. Worst case scenario, their starting receivers are going to be Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, and who, fucking uh, Sky Moore? Not good. And the one weakness that the Eagles have, it is what I've talked about all season long, their inability to stop the run, 21st in rush defense DVOA, 24th in opponent yards per carry. The Chiefs are not a run first team. That is not how they get their offense. In fact, only 27.82% of their offensive yards gain this season come on the ground. That's 27th in the NFL. They would have to look like a completely different team on Super Bowl Sunday in order to attack the Eagles where they can be attacked. They get the majority of their yards through the air, and that is going to fit right into the Eagles' defensive strengths. Also, I brought it up before, the weakness of the Chiefs is their red zone defense, 30th in the NFL in and in opponent red zone touchdown scoring percentage. Going to be hard to beat this Eagles team if you're letting their offense score a touchdown um, every time they get down to the red zone, especially considering the Eagles' offense is third in offensive red zone touchdown scoring percentage. I think the Eagles... I think the stylistic matchup gives the Eagles the advantage. I think they're a little bit healthier. Although I do have my concerns about Jalen Hurts. He hardly threw the ball in the second half. Was that just because they wanted to protect the lead? Or is that because Jalen Hurts' elbow or shoulder whatever it is is still a little bit painful? But I do think the Eagles are generally healthy. I think they have the better defense. I think they have the stylistic advantage. And I think the Chiefs are just kind of running out of gas with all their injuries. So I will take the Eagles... No matter what line you get them at, I'll take the Eagles. I got them at a pick Three units down to beat the Kansas City Chiefs and win Super Bowl 57. Uh, the total. I don't have a lot of confidence on this. I will take the over, though. Pretty simple. These are the two of the top-scoring D- uh, offenses in the, in the NFL. They're both averaging 28.7 points per game this season um the Chiefs red zone defense as I just brought up is bad that should lead to touchdowns That should, which should lead to an over so I don't love the total um but I am going to bet on the total as well just one unit and I will take the over not much too much more of a breakdown for that because you could also say the Eagles are going to run the ball a lot more which will lead to an under so it's tough to say you could also say with the Chiefs offensive injuries that's going to lead to an under Arguments for both sides, but I'll take the over. I'll trust the offenses. Let's talk Super Bowl MVP. i got three picks. First one is Travis Kelsey. I got him at 12-1 to 1 to win Super Bowl MVP. By the way, um, I am not going to bet either quarterback. Um, some people like to say, if you like a team, just bet on their quarterback to win MVP. That's a better bet, and it's basically the same... Probability? I don't know if I agree with that. Cooper Cup didn't win last year. If there's an MVP of the NFC Championship, would you have given it to Jalen Hurts, even though they won that game by a lot? No. I don't even know if I'd give the AFC Championship game MVP to Patrick Mahomes. Once again, didn't watch most of the game, but that fumble was bad. He'd probably still get it. But my point is be careful with that. So I'm going to go with guys a little bit further down the odds board and hope that it's not a quarterback. Like I said, starting off with Travis Kelsey, 12-1. to 1. He is Mahomes' only real weapon left. With their receiving core completely banged up, their best chance to try to get yards through the air, especially against an Eagles secondary that is the best in the NFL. they got to target their tight end. And remember, against the Jaguars, Kelsey had 14 catches on 17 targets for 98 yards and two touchdowns. He does that again in the Super Bowl. He wins MVP. He also snaps in the playoffs. Throughout his entire career, is averaging 7.5 receptions per game, 86.3 yards per game, and he has 15 touchdowns in the 17 career playoff games. So I like Travis Kelsey, 12 to one, long shot for the Eagles. I like Hassan Reddick, their outside linebacker, 35 to one. He has been a beast this season in the regular season: 16 sacks, five forced fumbles. And if the Eagles win this game, uh, their defense is going to play a massive role in that. And I think Hassan Reddick has the best chance to make big plays on defense like he has all year. Two sacks, maybe gets a pick, maybe a forced fumble, maybe a fumble recovery. I think if anyone's going to win it on the Eagles defense, it's going to be Hassan Reddick. I'll take him 35-1 to 1 to win Super Bowl MVP. My third one, Isaiah Pacheco, 50-1. to 1 to win super bowl mvp i've mentioned it before the path to victory for the chiefs is if they just run the ball and try to pound the ball right down through the heart of the eagles defense are they going to do that i don't think so they're not built to do that but if they do number one i think it'd be smart because i don't think the eagles would expect it and number two that means isaiah pacheco is going to be super bowl mvp so if the chiefs do game plan for a run-heavy attack and attack the weakness of this Eagles defense, which I think would be smart. That's going to benefit Isaiah Pacheco. Fifty to one. I'll take him to win Super Bowl MVP. Moving on. These are going to be. We're starting as we go down this list. These are going to get quicker and quicker. I'm rapid fire them. AJ Brown first touchdown. Ten to one. AJ Brown has not played well recently. But because of that, I like his value at 10 to 1. He's still AJ Brown. He's still a beast. He's still the number one receiver on this Eagles team. 10 to 1 to score the first touchdown if we want a guy at least a few names down the list and not take a favorite. This next one's a ballsy play call, but I called it against the Jaguars and it hit. Let's go Patrick Mahomes under 290 and a half passing yards. Like I keep saying, they, the Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs have to face the best pass defense in the NFL now. The Eagles allow the fewest yards per pass attempt, only five-point yards per throw. They're also only allowing 171 total passing yards per game. That is the fewest in the NFL. And think about how often they've got up to big leads and teams just try to throw the ball against them to make a comeback. And they're still only allowing 171 passing yards per game. So in 171 passing yards, that's like 120 fewer than Mahomes set total in this game. Let's also remember that the Eagles have the best pass rush, averaging over four sacks per game. If they can get after Mahomes, that's gonna hurt his passing total. I'll take Patrick Mahomes under 290 and a half passing yards. I'm also gonna go Jalen Hurts under 31 and a half pass attempts. He only passed 25 times last week. I mentioned earlier um, he barely threw the ball at all in the second half. One of their touchdown drives, I, I think I think they at one point, I think they ran it like 13 times straight. Now, was that because they were playing with a lead or is that because Jalen Hurts' arm isn't 100%? I don't really know. Um, and he's also only averaging 30.8 pass attempts per game this season, lower than the set total for the Super Bowl. So I'll go Jalen Hurts under 31.5 pass attempts. I'll also go Isaiah Pacheco over 48.5 rushing yards for reasons I've already said. The weakness of the Eagles defense is the run defense. 21st in rush defense DV away, 24th in opponent yards per carry. That should bode well for Pacheco. I'm also going to go, and this might be my favorite prop bet uh, of the entire week. Let me see if this is still available because I was shocked when I saw this. Uh, It is um, Kenneth Gainwell. Of the Philadelphia Eagles to go over sixteen and a half rushing yards. That's it. That is all Kenneth Gainwell's uh that's what his rushing total set at. I'm just uh double checking here that it's still that. Yeah, eighteen and a half, I say? Sixteen and a half, so it's gone up by two since I bet it. Still love it though. He might get the majority of snaps at running back for the Eagles this game. He had 14 carries last week, 12 the week before, a combined 160 rushing yards the last two games, but yet it's only at 16 and a half. He played 42% of the snaps for the Eagles last week. He has been the hottest running back out of all of them lately, and he has been getting a ton of work, including last week. So i love him to go over his rushing total, small, small number for a guy who has 160 yards combined over the last two games. So there you have it. Those are my main bet, my total bet, and my player props. Now let's get into the fun stuff. This stuff, I got half a unit on each. I'm just going to rapid fire through them. This is a quick episode. I'm just giving you guys all my bets, and then we're all going to sit back. I'm finally going to be able to drink, have a few beers for the game, and uh, try to count how many bets I win. We win if you decide to tail me. So let's get into the silly stuff here. Oh, actually, no. Before I do that, sorry. In the middle of my list, I got a couple anytime touchdowns. I don't know how they—I I didn't sort these right. Marquez Valdez Scantling to score anytime at plus two twenty-five, and Kenneth Gainwell to score anytime at plus two fifty. Couple anytime touchdown bets. Uh, for the obvious reasons, I've already talked about Gainwell—he's been getting a ton of work for the Eagles lately—and the Marquez Valdez Scantling is the only real—even if the other wide receivers play—is the only healthy one. And last week, he had a ton of catches, ton of targets. And he scored in each of the two Chiefs playoff games. So Marquez valdez scantling anytime touchdown, plus 225. Kenneth Gainwell, anytime touchdown, plus 450. My exact score prediction for Super Bowl 57. Uh, I think this is 60-1, to 1, I think I bet of that. Um, Eagles 24, Chiefs 20, which I am now realizing would goes against what my total bet is, which I bet on the over. Uh, if it's 24-20, I would lose that and go under by six points. <laughs> hey, I told you. I'm just, I'm, I'm just having fun here. I looked at the scores. Uh, 24-20 makes sense. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think there's going to be some field goals, especially on the Chiefs' end. 24-20 makes sense to me, baby.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
3: Uh, <laughs> now let's get to some silly stuff. The national anthem, one of the best sports bets to place on the entire football season. The length of the national anthem. In the Super Bowl. I found it at two minutes and five seconds. It is Chris Stapleton who is doing the national anthem. I could not find any examples of him singing the national anthem. Uh the way that I uh determined what way I was gonna bet on this was I interviewed Mark Schlereth, the three-time Super Bowl champ, uh one with the Washington Redskins, two with the Denver Broncos from the uh early from the nineties. Uh I interviewed him a couple days ago. You can check it out on the I think it's stacking the box YouTube page. Um and I just asked him, hey, you, I know you didn't study this, but it's one of the most popular bets out there for the Super Bowl. Length of the National Anthem, two minutes or five seconds. Two minutes and five seconds. Just give me an over and under. He said, I have no idea, but I guess I'll take the under. I said, good enough for me. So shout out Mark Schlereth. This bet is uh, in honor of him. He, he, I was, I, my, decided whatever he told me is what I was going to bet. He said the under, I'm on the under. Uh, if you want to tail along, I think it's actually gone up two seconds. I think the latest time I saw at my offshore was two minutes and seven seconds. So you're getting a little bit of value. How about that? My next favorite bet for the Super Bowl, coin toss. What a better way to get the Super Bowl started off than a coin toss. I'll go Heads. Uh, the Heads has won four of the last five years. And it is two behind tails all time. It's like 29 tails and 27 heads. So since a coin flip is literally 50-50 and a long-term sample size, it will eventually get back to 50-50. So I'll just go heads. And uh, I'm going to root for heads to inch closer to catching up with tails. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? Handicap a coin toss? Uh, first offensive play of the game is going to be a run, minus 135. Eagles ran the ball a ton last week. I think around 65% of their plays last week are running plays. Um, Mahomes is banged up. Um, They're going to run the ball maybe a little bit more than usual. So I'll take first play of the game. First offensive play of the game is a run. Minus 135. Uh, Doritos. I'm going to bet on uh, a Doritos commercial shown before an M&M's commercial. Plus 105. A little plus money action. Uh, these next few ones are all I got them all at Bowdog, aka Bovada, depending on what country you're living in or from. So Doritos commercial shown before an M&M's commercial plus 105. Why? I don't know. Doritos commercials are usually pretty fun. There's usually a big one for the Super Bowl. I don't remember M&M Super Bowl commercials, but I'm sure they exist. Oh yeah, they do exist. Yeah, because they uh they're gonna yeah. Ah, oh well. I took the plus money option. Why not? Uh, Budweiser commercial shown before a Heineken commercial. Minus 135. I feel like Budweiser loves a Super Bowl. The King of Beers. Isn't that what they say? Budweiser sucks. I hate Budweiser. So a little minus 135 action. I could see them getting a commercial before Heineken, maybe. Couple halftime props. I'm going to go Rihanna color of first outfit. The first outfit that Rihanna is wearing at the halftime show. And it started off with gold. Why? Well, there was a like a teaser preview put out by the Super Bowl and Rihanna, and it was wearing a black dress and like a gold scarf, fluffy thing. So you could bet on black, but I think the better thing to do is assume that the gold is a nod towards what the color scheme is gonna be. I don't know. In the teaser, she was wearing a black dress and a gold. Shawl, is that what you call it? I don't think she's going to start the show wearing black. That seems too obvious and too dull. You got to come out with a bang. I think her outfit's going to be gold, plus 500. First song by Rihanna, Lift Me Up, plus 500. Why? Don't know. Gut feeling. How many Rihanna songs in her set? Under. Nine and a half, minus 105. I don't, I, I feel like she's just going to focus like focus on a few and not do a ton of them i'll go under nine and a half for rihanna songs this one is interesting for jay-z to appear on the halftime show plus 200 the reason why that's interesting is bodog aka bovada has had that prop at plus 200 bet online had that prop at minus 225 now, this isn't confirmed, but if a silly prop like this, especially whether or not Jay Z is going to appear on stage, if that's a minus 225, that means someone at Bet Online, someone hammered that bet. And if someone hammered that bet, maybe someone knows something and they're betting on it at Bet Online. Bovada hasn't caught on. Also, Jay Z just makes way too much sense. Of course, Jay Z, of course, he's going to be there. Two to one to appear on the halftime show. For Jay-Z. And then finally, the last bet. The classic one. Color of the Gatorade dumped on the winning coach. I took lime slash green slash yellow for plus 225. Don't know why. I think orange is the favorite. I think orange is cash the most times. Maybe I'm just all about the eagle green now. So I'm going to bet on green. I don't know. But I'll take Gatorade color lime green yellow plus 225. So there you go with these. (laughs) This has been the Super Bowl 57 extravaganza episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. I will now list through all of my picks and then we'll wrap things up. Eagles, pick them. Minus 110 against the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Over 50 and a half. Travis Kelsey, 12 to one, Super Bowl MVP. Hassan Rennick, 35 to one, Super Bowl MVP. Isaiah Pacheco, 50-1 Super Bowl MVP. A.J. Brown, first touchdown, 10-1. Patrick Mahomes, under 290.5 passing yards. Jalen Hurts, under 31.5 pass attempts. Isaiah Pacheco, over 48.5 rushing yards. Kenneth Gainwell, over 16.5 rushing yards. Chris Stapleton, Anthem, under 2 minutes and 5 seconds. Coin toss, heads, minus 105 First offensive play of the game: a run, minus 135. Exact score prediction: Eagles 24, Chiefs 20. Marquez Valdez Scantling anytime touchdown, plus 225. Kenneth Gainwell anytime touchdown, plus 450. Doritos commercial shown before an M&Ms commercial, plus 105. Budweiser commercial shown before a Heineken commercial, minus 135. Rihanna of color of first outfit: gold, five to one. Rihanna, first song, lift me up, 5 to 1. Under 9.5 Rihanna songs in first set. Goddamn, I love the Super Bowl. Under 9.5 Rihanna songs in set, minus 105. Jay-Z to appear at the halftime show, plus 200. And the Gatorade color, dumped on the winning coach, lime, green, or yellow. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for following along throughout the football season. Give the podcast a like and a review. I'll be back next week for uh, to talk uh, the WM Phoenix Open, the big golf tournament that goes on Super Bowl weekend. Same city. It's also taking place in the Phoenix area. So how about that? Thank you all so much for listening. Best of luck with all your Super Bowl bets. We're a little over a week away. Can't wait. I got, by the time you listen listening to this, if you're listening to this on Friday, two days left of, of uh, dry, uh, dry January. Can't wait. Maybe I'll I'll be drunk for the podcast next week. Who knows? I love you all. Take care. Best of luck. Gambler bless.
0: It's more complex than the solar system but all it takes is a few clicks and
1: It's Miro! I've used those technical shape packs way too many times and stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas.
0: Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in but you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait! It's done! Is it Miro? Easy
1: with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up.
0: And she's done it!
1: Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.
2: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.